Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alameen, and we're broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, and we are streaming at WCEV1450.com. We invite you to follow us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And you'll find us at that same username at Radio Islam USA. Family, we are a week removed from a truly terrifying um, attack on Muslims in the Linwood and the Al Noor Mosque in Christchurch, New Zealand, um, where 50 men, women, and children uh, lost their lives uh, in an act of just unconscionable hate. Now, there have been a series of vigils that have taken place in New Zealand and, of course, here in the United States. Uh, personally, I've attended two in the past week. I know of at least at least 10 uh, that have taken place in the Chicagoland area since last Friday. Now, these vigils, these spaces of remembrance uh, and reflection, these these have been attended by people of all faiths and no faith, uh, people of, of different political ideologies, uh, just people as different as people can be. Uh, but they have all been opportunities. Each of these vigils, each of these uh, moments for remembrance and reflection, uh, they've all been opportunities for non-Muslims to express their condolences to the Muslim community. And they've also been spaces where we have been able to collectively denounce the hatred and the bigotry that took the lives of of those 50 men, women, and children. Now, much like the collective response from grassroots organizations, from faith communities, from individuals and families after the attack on Mother Emanuel Church in South Carolina uh, back in June of 2015, where nine worshipers were left dead, um, or like the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida in 2016 that left 50 people dead, or the October 2018 attack just months ago on the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh where 11 lives were taken. This time, as we are dealing with processing, trying to cope with the loss of another 50 lives uh, in Christchurch, New Zealand, in Muslim houses of worship, this time there has been an effort to keep the, the pictures, keep the names of the victims front and center and this is really really important because we have seen a tendency in the past where uh often the killer is the person who is the 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 you know that's the spotlight that's the person that people want to figure out what their motivation was who they were and i've got to say this i almost get i almost get tired of saying it but it put this this happens specifically where we want to know about that individual. We want to give some nuance. Uh, we want to, uh, to, to, to kind of tease out this, this person's humanity. We want them to appear as anything other than a hate-filled monster. This happens quite often when the, vic when the, when the killer excuse me, happens to be a white male. All right, we know the media narrative is much different when that person happens to be, when that killer, right, when the attacker 
happens to be a person of color, if they're African-American. We know the narrative is different when that person happens to be uh, an immigrant. We know the narrative is definitely different if that person happens to be a Muslim. Even if even if they're not a, a practicing Muslim, as a matter of fact, we don't even get to we don't even get to that conversation to find out if their spirituality, if their uh, if their religion, if their understanding of religion had anything to do with uh, a violent outburst. It is taken for granted that the um, the description that is given about Muslims, about Islam where we have our president who says that Islam hates America and by extension, Muslims hate America, which means that you cannot be Muslim and American because you have, you have, um, you have a different idea. You, you, you're not invested here. You're not invested. You're not interested in a democratic society. You're not interested in, in a pluralistic society, you're not interested in freedom. You know, you matter of fact, your your existence is in opposition to all those things. So it's enough that the person is identified as Muslim because it furthers this understanding or this narrative that has been given from our highest elected official about Islam and, and, and so many others throughout um, uh, throughout our, our, our legislative bodies, uh, whether they're on the, the, the state or the local or, or the federal level, you know, we have people that preach this type of misinformation and color the, uh, they color the way in which people, Americans, citizens see violent attacks involving Muslims. Now, of course, sometimes you do have folks that just come out and they are bent on some warped ideology that that any Muslim would tell you does not conform to uh, accepted understandings of Islam because we all understand that life is is sacred. Simple as that. Life is sacred. All life is sacred. Now, I want to get to uh, sharing something with you that I think is really important when I talk about how this time the the lives of those uh, individuals, the lives of those 50 men, uh, men, women and children have been brought to the forefront uh, and how important this is to say their names and to remember them and to celebrate their uh, their lives and to see our lives as an amplification of theirs. So to that point, Sound Vision founder and president, uh, Imam Abdul Malik Mujahid, he recently revealed plans on Facebook that SoundVision would be developing a website to preserve the memory of those whose lives were taken, as well as their families, right? Because these are not just individuals. And any of those uh, terrible events of violence, you know, whether we're talking Mother Emanuel Church or Paul's Nightclub or Tree of Life Synagogue, or and, and there are many more that, that we can bring into the conversation. It was not just the individuals whose lives were taken. The lives of families were forever altered or forever changed. Um, you know, when these, these, these acts of violence, these acts of hatred took place. So it's important that there is 
that there's a connection between the individual and the family. And these families, of course, are parts of communities. So the, the death, the death, it affects us all. It affects us all because we are we are connected. And I'm just really um, pleased to say that Sound Vision is taking the lead on this particular project. Uh, and if you happen to have any information, uh, and this is not a far-fetched request, because as I mentioned, we are, you know, it used to be the conversation, uh, it was a six degrees of separation, right? It's just uh, between you and everybody else in, in the world. And as the world has gotten so much smaller, you know, with social media, um, it's probably less than that. I'd love to see, you know, what, what the numbers are today. Maybe it's three degrees of separation now. But uh, but to continue my point, if you've got any information about the victims, please share it with us at info at soundvision.com. That's info at soundvision.com. So we want to uplift those men, women and children. We want to commemorate them. We don't want to forget about this. And we certainly we certainly don't want to see a repeat. So we, we're going to have to have some more conversation. We'll, we'll continue to talk about uh, what is going to be the response here in the United States? Because we've seen some real leadership um, in New Zealand. And, and I, I'm, I can't do anything but just applaud what I am seeing from Prime Minister uh, Jacinda Ardern. But I, but I have to accept, you know, those policies, those conversations, they don't undo the systemic and the structural underpinnings that bolster up anti-Muslim uh, uh, violence, that bolster uh, Islamophobia, that bolster anti-black violence and all other phobias that find some type of way to impact a dignified existence of human beings, period, regardless of what boxes they check off, regardless of how they look, regardless of how they believe, regardless of all of the things that that, that we as a um, that we have been conditioned to find uh, find justification in diminishing the dignity, diminishing the respect that we give uh, to our fellow human beings. All right. I don't want to get too far off because I know uh, we are always working against the clock. Uh, but as I said, if you have any information about the victims, uh, please share it with us at info at soundvision.com. If you're interested in uh, in, in volunteering actually, uh, on this project, info at soundvision.com. So let us keep those, not just those individuals in our prayer, but let's keep the, the families. Uh, let's keep the survivors because if each, with each one of those instances I mentioned earlier, there are survivors. There were injured people. There were people who have carried this with them and will continue to carry it with them throughout their lives. So, uh, Inshallah, with God's permission, we'll find a way to be the change that we want to see in the world. Uh, we thank you for listening. We thank our engineers over at WCEV for making sure we come through loud and clear. I'm your host and producer, Tariq el -Amin. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. I remind you that the views expressed by the host and or guest are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. And with that, we leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Thank you.